0: Good morning, beloved, and welcome back to Conspiracies in Milk with your girl, Smoking Lioness, and welcome to 2022. (laughs) It is January 1st of the new year, and I thought, what a great time to get to know Jesus, right? I'm always talking about him, so you know what, we're going to spend... We're going to spend some time getting to know Jesus and why it's so important to know him. And so we're going to start with, you know, 11 times the Old Testament predicts Jesus's birth and death. Because what you have to understand is that Jesus Christ's birth was prophesied in the Old Testament, as was his death. There were prophecies written about him even in uh, books that were left out of the Bible because they were considered uninspired, meaning uninspired by the Holy Spirit of God. So they were left out. Like Enoch, he, he mentions Jesus a lot. I just, I want to help you guys come to an understanding of how real he is and how, how it's been hidden and how there's been such a controversy about Jesus because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And there's nobody else that can claim that or ever has. So first, let's go to Genesis. Grab your Bibles. Let's go to Genesis 3, 15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. So from the very beginning, right after Adam and Eve disobeyed God, he gave indication that the Savior would be coming from the seed of the woman, Eve. God revealed right away that this seed would be one of uh, the one that would crush the head of the serpent. We know that the seed pointed to Jesus. Moses is credited as the author of the book of Genesis. The time of his writing isn't 100% certain, but is estimated to be about 1500 years before Christ was born. Also the serpent the devil was very very slick and cunning and smart he knew right then and there the seed of the woman there's no seed of the woman it would be it would be a supernatural birth it would be a virgin birth he knew he knew and just because we couldn't pick up on that doesn't mean he couldn't so he knew he knew to come up with the other stories of Semiramis and then Ishtar, every, every freaking culture has it. Okay. The mother son worship, the, the mother child worship, it's worship and it's pulling away from your God. So let's go to Genesis 12, three. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse and all peoples on earth will bless, will be blessed through you. In this verse, God is making a promise to Abraham that he would make him into a great nation. As part of that promise, he tells him that all the people on the earth will be be blessed through him. This blessing of all mankind points to the one who would redeem people from every tribe and tongue on the face of the earth. The blessing of the salvation was for all who would believe. Believe, babe. Believe that's the key word. And over to Isaiah 7. 14 therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign the virgin will conceive and birth us and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel that means God with us right so this scripture points to the manner in which the child was born and also to one of the names given to Christ Emmanuel meaning God with us this was pointing to both his human birth and his divine nature It was written over the 700 years before Christ was even born, okay? And we go over to Micah, Micah 5, 2. But you, Bethlehem, Ephrata, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from the old, from ancient times. We know Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And this scripture tells us in advance the place Jesus was born. This prophecy was written by Micah approximately 800 years before Christ was born. Okay. So, you know, in any time, if you want to see how real the Bible is, look up to see what was prophesied and what came to be. That's how you know if it's it's prophecy from God. Okay. So let's go to Hosea 11.1. When Israel was a child I loved him and out of Egypt I called my son. So this prophecy was written by Hosea also approximately 800 years before Christ was born. This verse looks back and backward and forward. Remembers the Israelites were slaves in Egypt and uh when God brought them out. Also remember that Joseph and Mary fled to Egypt with the baby Jesus to avoid the slaughter by Herod. Uh this verse can apply to both of those situations, however, it was referred to by Matthew in his writings. So, let's see. Old Testament predictions of Jesus' death. Where can we find these here? One place we can turn to that accurately predicts uh, Christ's death is Psalm 22. Uh, Psalm 22:1. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And Psalm 22, uh, verse 7 through 8. All who see me mock me, they hurl insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord, they say. Let the Lord rescue him, let them deliver him, since he delights in him. In Psalm 22, verses 16 through 18, Dogs surround me, a pack of villains encircles me. They pierce my hands and my feet. All my bones are on display. People stare and gloat over me. They divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garments. Now, if you remember in, in my podcast, the last one for, for last year, um, Carter Conlin is talking about how at the foot of Christ's cross, when he's up on the cross, they're gambling. These disgusting pigs are gambling on the floor, dividing his garments. And says... Uh, so this psalm was written by David approximately a thousand years before Christ came. Okay? A thousand years. A thousand years. And here's another one, Matthew 27:46, Mark 15:34. Jesus cried out, "My God, my God, why have you forsaken me?" They mocked and hurled insults, shaking their heads at Jesus. That's in Matthew and Mark. They shouted, he trusted in the Lord. Let the Lord save him. That's in Matthew. So the the whole reason to cross-reference and, and to divide the word, you got to go to the Old Testament, right? The Old Testament said um, in Psalms, said these things were going to happen about the mocking and everything. And then you go to the New Testament, Matthew and Mark uh, say the same thing that was written in psalms they shouted he trusts in the lord let the lord save him they were mocking him making fun of him they nailed him to a cross piercing his hand and feet that's matthew confirming what was written in psalm they divided his clothes and cast lots for them that's gambling and uh, that's confirmed in matthew mark and luke The accuracy and specific nature of David's prophecy has caused some skeptics to believe it was written after the crucifixion had already taken place, but the evidence shows this was written about a thousand years before. If someone should ever ask you where the Old Testament predicts Jesus' birth and death, this psalm should be included in the conversation, especially if you're talking about his death. And let's go back to it. Which psalm is it, guys? It's Psalm 22, okay, written by King David. Another great passage to turn to is Isaiah 53. Uh, The whole chapter refers to Christ, but I want to highlight a few verses, okay? Isaiah 53, 5. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Isaiah 53, 7. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shears is silent, so he did not open his mouth. Wow. Isaiah 53 verse 9. He was assigned a grave with the wicked, and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Again, when you read the scriptures, it is amazing how accurate and reliable Bible prophecies are. If you consider the test of the truth of prophecy mentioned in Deuteronomy, when the Bible passes with flying colors. Okay, so let's go back to Deuteronomy, to to that passage that mentions prophecy. So I can read that for you because I like for you guys to know what I'm talking about. Okay, so Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy... Chapter 18, verses 21 through 22. You may say to yourselves, how can we know when a message has not been spoken by the Lord? If what a prophet proclaims in the name of the Lord does not take place or come true, that is a message the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken presumptuously, so do not be alarmed. Okay? So you can always test the prophecies. You can just see what has happened. And I'm sorry, the Bible... The Bible stands true, and all you have to do is dive into it, but you you also have to have an understanding when you're reading it. You can't just read it at face value and think you're going to understand it. You cannot understand scripture without help from the Holy Spirit. You just cannot. I don't care how many degrees you have. I don't care what kind of education you have. If you try with your own understanding and your own mind to understand what is written, you're not going to understand it. You're not going to receive it. And I just wanted to bring that to your attention today, guys. Like, I just wanted to bring some prophecies that were written, you know, specifically about his birth and death. Because it's also prophesied that he's going to be coming back, beloved. He's going to be coming back. And we'll go over those prophecies later, you know in another in another podcast. But for those of you listening who think that Jesus is just another story or that you know the Christians stole the story from uh, Greeks or Babylonians or anyone else, you don't have an understanding, and you need to go to Father and you need to ask him to help you and open your heart and open your eyes and your mind and everything to the truth because we are running out of time. We are running out of time and I can't say that enough. There are things coming to us and just because you're not paying attention or just because you don't want to get to know Jesus does not mean it's not going to have a direct effect on you it will and you will be accountable for not trying to seek the truth because it was written in your heart before this world stomped it out of you it was in your heart before you were ever born right he held you together in your mother's womb he knew you it's time to wake up beloved it is time to wake up Anyways, I pray that this edified you. I pray that this helps somebody open their eyes to scripture, to want to dive into it, to see how real it is, to see that if you just give your time to him, he will reveal things to you. It's not about what you do. It's about what Jesus did. It's about him. It's all about him. Okay. It's all about him and what he did for you, beloved. I pray God blesses you with open eyes and open ears. I pray that your day is filled with love. And, and I, I do hope that you'll come back and listen. I thank all of you that have been with me the past year. It's been a fun ride, right? Anyways, God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. Until next time.